You're listening to the Writing Wall Podcast, and I'm your host, Stacey Hawks. Every second and fourth Saturday of the month, I will be here at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and many other platforms. This podcast is designed for indie authors to have a platform to share their books, their poetry, and their stories. We also feature well-known and traditional writers that are from my home state of North Carolina, while also featuring local writers from my backyard right here in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of Allegheny County. You can connect with us on Twitter at The Writing Wall or on Instagram at WritingsOnTheWall85 and grab our links there to our website so that you can keep up with what's happening with our monthly newsletter. Newsletters go out the first of every month and you can also sign up to follow us on the Wix app because everyone has a story. We want to hear yours. What is your story? and welcome to this episode of the Writing Wall Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Hawks, and I'm here with a very special guest, S.E. Smith. She's a New York Times, USA Today, international and award-winning best-selling author of science fiction, urban fantasy, western time travel, paranormal romance, and young adult books. Her addictive storylines bring action, adventure, and suspense-filled tales mixed with humor and romance to readers around the world. Moreover, S.E. Smith and her great podcast was our season four sponsor. Hello, Susan, and welcome to season six. Hi, Stacy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We certainly hope you are. We are really looking forward to speaking with you this evening. I am, and thank you for having me on tonight. We're going to dive right in. Tell listeners a little about yourself, where you're from, or where you're residing, and a little bit more about the genres you write. Well, I'm a New York Times USA Today bestselling author. I have, I think the last I saw, like, over 250 books out in six different languages. And I'm originally from the big sky country. So I'm originally from Montana. I'm an Air Force brat, but I've lived more of my life in Florida. What inspired you to write that first book? In all honesty, my husband told me I needed to get a hobby. I was going through a difficult time. I was coming home and I was reading a lot. And so he finally decided, you know, after I was giving him the the dirty look to keep on going, that maybe I needed a different hobby. And he suggested that. And I thought, you know what, that's a good idea. And so I started writing my first book. And I really like science fiction romance and sci-fi, grounded sci-fi. I was always a big fan of like Star Wars and Stargate, Star Trek and all of those different types of genre. I'm also a big fantasy person, so I focus on science fiction, romance, grounded sci-fi, paranormal, urban fantasy, contemporary fantasy. That just you know, is just one of the things that I've always been attracted to. It works out well because my husband's hobby is astrophotography. So he takes photos of the sky and I write about all the different aliens that could be up there. You mentioned earlier the number of books that you've published. How long does it take you to complete a book? Typically, in a a normal situation, this last couple of years has been a little bit off because of COVID and This year, I was telling you earlier that we decided to hike the Appalachian Trail. So I did get five books written before I hit the trail. So while I was on the trail, I was doing edits. 
in between our what they call zero days. And I've written, I actually just saw the number and it shocked me. It was like 200, I don't know if it was 56 or 76 books. I've kind of lost count. I know I have 23 different series going. Your latest book is titled Something About Amy. What is the story about and what inspired you to write it? Well, Something About Amy is a contemporary romance, so it's a different genre than I've written before, but it still contains all of the action-packed action and suspense adventure in it. I wanted to write something that was a little bit grittier, something that was a little bit more relatable. Again, you know, I love action like Mission Impossible, and I love The Born Identity. Clive Klusler is one of my favorite authors, and I've read a lot of his with his Dirt Pit series. So what happens is I tend to write, I'm going to write the fantasy, or I'm going to write, you know, the urban or contemporary, but everything has got that load of high adrenaline action, adventure, and suspense mixed in with it. And that's where the idea of Amy came from. It was one of those unusual circumstances where I thought about, you know, just a a young girl who basically she was raised on the streets. And so she knew the ins and outs. We see people like this all the time, you know, that have, you know, grown up and they know how to navigate ways that, you know, a lot of people would overlook or not even think about. And Amy just happens to be one of those really special people who has made a life for herself. You know, her friends have become her family and she's really compassionate and caring and she's very street smart. She is who she is and she has no regrets about that. What is something you wish you knew before you published your first book? Definitely writing a story Bible. That has been one of the major things that we've had to go back and do is when you're writing the story, put in the details and get them written down. Because if you do series, then as you get further and further into the series, you're still going to have to open up your previous books. But having all those details down really makes a difference. And as far as marketing, definitely have everything set up. Have a game plan going in so that you can make release dates less stressful on yourself. Having the checklist of knowing what you need to do, when you need to do it, and where to do it really makes a big difference. You're also the host of the Get Your Book Out There podcast. Share with listeners what that podcast is about and how they can tune in. One of the best things about Get My Book Out There is what we try to do is I work with Narelle Todd, who is my marketing director out of Australia. Uh, Narelle and I actually met in the early part of 2013. She was a big fan of my books and she she actually contacted me and she says, listen, I believe in you and your story so much. I want to promote you. And she says, all I'm asking in return is a copy of your book as soon as you get it done because I can't wait to read them. And I knew what it all entailed. So I said, no, 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 no. So we end up with a working partnership. What I love about this relationship that we've got is the fact that I'm the guinea pig. So everything that we do, we test out on me first and we really drill it. I mean, we put it through its paces. We know what works and what doesn't work because we've done this over and over and over for all of my books and we've tweaked it and we've refined it. And one of the great things about Get My Book Out There is that we are able to then share this experience and help other authors not fall over the hurdles 
that I did or get lost down the rabbit hole or chase after the shiny bobble that doesn't work and get so lost in, in all of the massive tangle of, of ways you can go that you know you become frustrated and you don't know what to do next and so what we try and do at the podcast is walk the authors and those the readers are very interested in what's going on is showing what life is behind the typewriter and behind the computer screen so anyone interested can find us on spotify and itunes at getmybookoutthere.com if you could co-author a book with anyone who would it be and why it would either be um, Clive Custer because of the action and adventure. I mean, I love his stories. You know, that you just get so lost in the world building, the camaraderie between the characters. And I really, really enjoy that. Or to pull out my darker side, it would have to be Dean Koontz because I, I can see me writing the type of genre that he writes as well. And in fact, one of my young adults series is kind of similar to his not as scary but it definitely has that flavor of horror extent what have you found to be the most challenging part and the easiest part of publishing the hardest part is time finding balance and time to have a life and time to write time to be the mom and the wife and the friend and not get so lost in all the other things that need to be done. When you're an indie author, you're everything. You're the complete publishing company. And because of that, there's always demands on your time. You're always on. So it's basically a seven day a week, 14, 16 hour day. Are you working on another book now? And if so, what can you share with our listeners? I'm actually working on two books. I'm working on book five and the Girls from the Street series. And that's gonna be Bugs story. I'm really excited about it and it will wrap the series up. I'm also working on Jarman's Jane Doe, which has been a long time coming. Jarman's Jane Doe is part of my Lords of Cassia series. This one I'm really excited about because Jarman was not who I expected him to be and the relationships between the characters are just so intricate and involved. You know, they're just amazing watching how the relationships develop, not just between, you know, the hero and the heroine, but all of the secondary characters that come together and the world building in it. What advice would you give to someone who is looking to self-publish? Get excited about it. Write your heart out and don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions. I think that was one of my big flaws is I didn't know anyone. So I had to do a lot of, like I was saying, tripping over those hurdles because I didn't have someone else to ask or to talk to. Right now in the signature program with Get My Book Out There, there's a group of authors and they're so dynamic. They've been working together for two years now. They've become, I mean, if they have any questions at all, there is no such thing as a stupid question. They have that person to back them up. Someone that they know if they've got a first time release, which we've had 
this week for an author that we're going to be there cheering them on that we're going to be sharing their new release in our newsletters and that we're going to give them critiques one of the things i've been working on with three of the authors is they actually approached me and asked me can you give me feedback on the stories and so i did zoom calls with them we went chapter by chapter tearing their their story apart putting it back together and polishing it until they were so excited that when it was done it was something that they felt good about something that was i was excited about and seeing that growth in them and that excitement build watching them immediately start on that second book instead of saying i can't do this they're like oh my gosh i've got this done now i'm ready for the next one as authors we all know that that first book is really a leap into the unknown you really don't know what to expect but once you do it and you get it done and you figure it out or you have someone there to support you and help you to figure that out then it makes all the difference in the world and doing book two is a lot easier. Yes, it's that first step and it's knowing if they're not sure how to publish a book, we're there and we're taking them step by step how to, you know, set up their accounts, how to set up their email system, how to set up their newsletters, how to work on their websites, how to market, how do you go about releasing a book? How do you go about marketing a book? Where do you go? And we've got all of this down because we've done it with me almost 300 times. You know, now working with them, it's probably close to a thousand new releases. So we've been able to perfect what needs to be done, when it needs to be done and how it needs to be done. And if you trust the system, you don't follow the shiny bubble, you don't go down the rabbit hole. If you trust the system and do it, it works. These authors are seeing that difference. They're seeing that growth and that growth means income. It's definitely solid advice. Thank you, Susan. How can listeners follow you and find your books? The best way is to look at my website. Contact is on there. Where to purchase my books is on there. So if they go to smithfl.com, then they'll be able to get everything they need to know about me. I think I've got one of the largest websites out there because I am so prolific. So that's smithfl.com. Thank you so much, Susan, for being here this evening. We really appreciate your time and your support of the podcast during season four and all that you do for indie authors out there. Well, thank you very much for having me. I thoroughly enjoy listening to the Writing Wall podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out S.C. Smith Season 6 Extra on our Buy Me a Coffee page. Head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the writing wall. And be sure to tune in to us on Saturday, March the 25th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for award-winning author Avanti Centre of Cleopatra's Vendetta. Because we all have a story, the Writing Wall podcast wants to hear yours. What is your story? Hey! 
Hey everyone, it's Tyler Woodkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our Modest Press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at Tea with coffee.media to learn more about our services sports seem to be the only thing that devour our attention especially in march or come nfl season in the fall me personally i love football but i have also always loved professional basketball i'm not a big college ball watcher although i sometimes do like to pull for the wolf pack during march madness tonight i wanted to share some great sports reads with listeners who enjoy such stories of underdogs and immaculate receptions the first book is about one of the goats greatest of all time individuals michael jordan the book is titled jordan rules the inside story of one turbulent season with michael jordan and the chicago bulls it's by sam smith sports writer sam smith got inside with the chicago bulls for their first championship in the 1990-1991 season and for the first time people got to see michael jordan as not just a legendary basketball player, but a real person with personality and issues. From the hoop life to sluggers, we're talking 24 life stories and lessons from the Say Hey Kid by Willie Mays and co-author John Shea. Willie Mays came together with co-author John Shea to tell the story of his incredible lengthy career. He played from 1951 to 1973, which saw him play through the civil rights era as one of the game's earliest superstars. Here's another great read, Shoe Dog, a memoir by the creator of Nike. Just do it. Pick up this copy if you've ever wondered what goes on behind the scenes of making these $120 plus shoes. But if you haven't, maybe now's the time to start wondering. Shoe Dog is an interesting, never before told story from Phil Knight about founding a company you might have heard of called Nike. So where did Just Do It come from? The answer lies within the book. You'll have to pick up your copy. Another of my favorite books that I love to read is Friday Night Lights by H.G. Bissinger. The book that launched the critically acclaimed film and television show chronicles a high school football team in West Texas, and it's a snapshot of the gridiron's grip on small-town America. Loved Kyle Chandler in the NBC televised series of this story, and the movie was just as great. It's a wonderful show to watch on Friday night and helps you to reminisce about the feelings of being in high school and watching our team score the winning touchdown. There are other great sports reads out there for you. Just check out Google or hop on over to Amazon or Barnes and Noble or even browse your local library shelves in the sports sections to pick up some slam dunks and home runs while between seasons. Anytime I purchase a book, I always review, and if I really enjoy reading your work, rest assured it may be shared here on this podcast with my listeners and followers. Of course, I will do so with permission from the author or authors first. Please like, follow, and share this information with other writers, and if you ever need a writer's lift, visit me on social media. Thank you all again for being here for this podcast. I look forward to hearing from you and learning more about the stories you weave.